0: This is an official download
1: from thecustardtv.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this uh, episode 237. Yes. Of the yes, Custard TV podcast. My name is Matt, and joining me is Gary. Good evening, Gary.
2: Good evening, Matt, and the
1: listeners. Uh, Luke is running very late. I believe he will be here at some point. Um, yeah. But until he is, we will do the normal news um, reviews and uh, pick the week. And Gary will be uh, heading off west. How are you, Gary?
2: It's been a strange week. Although today had the triple thing of being Friday, payday and the day before a bank holiday. Mm. Today went very well.
1: It's my first bank holiday in a good long while that I've not been working.
2: Did the post office stay open on a Monday, on a Monday, on a bank holiday Monday?
1: Oh, yeah, while I was there, they changed all their... They oh, moved right. the goalpost, basically... So they open Sundays and bank holiday Monday. So I can't remember the last bank holiday Monday I haven't worked, but it's been a, it's been a while. Now I work for the council. The Tuesday after bank holiday counts as like a casual day. So I am working oh. it, but I get it, but I'm getting paid double time for it. How does that work? Basically, if you work it and you, it, it still counts as your casual day, you get oh, paid twice. You get paid holiday pay, and.
2: Oh. Um, uh, as uh hmm. someone would say oh that's very good and it's still going it's still going well yeah i know we can't talk detail but it's still going well
1: it, it's it's an interesting job in so much as um get a lot of interesting things come through no yeah. day no two days are the same which is what i i couldn't say about my um yeah my former job. dealing
2: with dealing with the public does mean that no two things are the same so i i certainly well i was dealing with the public
1: before to be fair
2: you're dealing in a whole different uh different uh, arena i suppose mm. but uh have you found the water cooler to discuss television around at work?
3: Uh,
1: no there's no water well there actually is but it's on like the landing next to the toilet so it's sort of but just sort of talk about it as and when you you know you see people you just sort of say oh have you seen this there's a lot of people watching keeping faith actually at the moment that's uh
2: I've given up on that funnily enough have you yeah, got. I, I don't know. I couldn't. I think it's too long. I think an hour is too long for it. Mm. I don't know. But um, yeah, the other the other thing I would say is, do you tell people at work you record a TV podcast?
1: No, I don't I mean, know. it's a bit
2: soon, isn't it, Rick? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, they sort of, you know, although really know I work why.
1: with my mum, so she may well have told them already.
2: So. Oh, I see. Because I've only told a few people at work, not because I want to remain anonymous. Because obviously, the more people that listen, the better. But it hasn't come up in conversation. There are a few people at work um, who come up to me for recommendations now. Luke, Gary and Matt.
0: This could be a podcast. A podcast. Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Talking telly.
3: Use your ears and trust them.
2: This is the Custard TV podcast.
3: Yes, that would entertain me briefly. From thecustardtv.com.
1: And it's unusual us doing a one this week because normally I'm at Edinburgh Festival. Luke's there occasionally with me, and a lot of news has come out of this year's festival. We're not going to go through all the announcements. Uh, you can read them because of TV.com. Um The coming soon page has been updated, so everything that's been Brilliant. announced, new, is on there. We'll talk about the. I know you've got some in um in Gary yes. as well, but the two that. uh, exciting me are the end of the effing world and glow both being renewed um the end of the effing world um luke was saying to me because obviously remember the first series me and you did watch the first episode which was on the normal telly but it's always it has always been available on all four um and this second series they are going to be showing it weekly on the telly like a normal tv show you didn't watch watch much of this. No, you, it, it's it's on. A, I, I felt I
2: felt I loved the first episode. I mm. felt the second episode didn't carry on from where I thought it would. It went a slightly different direction than I thought, um, and I think I gave up. I think there was a I lot think you
1: should give it another go.
2: I will but do. It, I'll put it now. It's on Netflix. I'll go and add it to my Netflix list. And uh,
1: and what are we thinking about that? Glow as well? I think well, we I thought that there was a third series. Luke, for some reason, didn't seem to think there was one. But I think,
2: I think the point that you made was the actual glow that it's based on did do a year or a number of years in Vegas. Hmm. So I kind of felt like, OK, they're following the pattern that the glow followed. So to me, the fact that they highlighted the mood to Vegas, you know, put them all on a bus and, and made a big thing of it meant I felt like a second series was third series. So it was pretty much a given.
1: Me too. Unless it blew up on the way to Vegas.
2: I think the second series was pretty much as well received as the first. I think we all liked it just as much, if not, maybe slightly more, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the second, yeah, I enjoyed the second. I think because you'd established the characters by that point, you could have a bit more, there's more scope to tell bigger stories. Now you sort of knew the the characters. And I think, again, that will continue into into season three. And I think it's something that they've been able to turn around quite quickly you know, there's no massive effects. You know, it's not like a Game of Thrones or a Stranger Things. You can just get them shoot. I I don't know about this third series now. They I don't know if they're going on location in Vegas or what they're doing. But the first two series, they've turned around quite quickly. For me,
2: I don't think the the news coming out of Edinburgh has been particularly big and shocking. Unlike like we've had in previous years. Maybe because you guys aren't there, getting the inside scoop. I don't know.
1: Hmm other renewals uh one that i'm i'm happy about i wouldn't say excite- as excited as those two shows uh lean and dean the channel four sitcom which is another one you didn't watch no i i thought it had a good a good amount of charm about itself it was only a five it was like a mockumentary about two london builders which i thought would be sort of up your street really as edinburgh has been going on i mean the the one big news point was that um Charlotte Moore announced that Peaky Blinders is the latest show to sort of get the uh, promotion up to BBC One. I'm uh, not surprised by that. No. Um, and uh, on the at the ITV panel, we had um, Kevin Ligo announcing that uh, Deck will definitely not be presenting I'm a Celeb on his own. And, of course, he's out to the end of the year. He's taking some time this year to sort of. Uh, should, should we
2: have a name plucked out of thin air that we could suggest that might be taking over? I'll go with
1: Holly Willoughby, just because that's one I've seen that they've people have been saying. I read that. I mean, there there seem to be, and it was a it's a sort of left field pick. Um, and I'm going to sound like you now, and I can't even remember if I I think the lady's name is Julia Morris. Oh yeah, she's this an Australian. One in Australia. Yeah, the Australian. Do
2: they, do they have their I'm a celebrity in like um, Sherwood Forest or something? I think it's South <laughs> Africa. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, I think. Don't quote yeah, me I've, on that. I've seen the clip of her. I'm going to I'm going to use quotation marks, humorous intros, some of which I get,
1: some of which I don't.
2: Maybe because I'm think not Australian. I she
1: used to do some stuff over here as well. I do remember her. Yeah. Um. She's been over here this week on stuff because, yeah. you know, because of these
2: clips. I mean, I think there's a number of people that would do very well with DECK. I
1: wouldn't mind any of them, but I don't think it will be quite the same. Emma Willis, maybe.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean. Stephen sure. Mulhern, Joe Swash, he's always uh, Scarlett there. Scarlett Moffat. Scarlett Moffat, and just to confirm, yes, the Australian I'm a celeb um, is South Africa.
0: Fair enough, that Pretty makes sense.
1: You will um, really want to come do it first? And I suppose since we last recorded, we have now got the full Strictly lineup. What do you think? We won't go through every single name, but what do you think of the lineup this year as a whole? Because there's been some criticisms of it.
2: Well, the thing is, is the problem is, is that now we're fully in the Twitter age. And of course, now we're in what? I don't know what season this is. 13,
1: 12? Our season is a series. OK, um, it's a series. Yeah, I know. But um, we're in, in a double like figures, 15. aren't we? 15.
2: So the amount of pure celebrities you can pick from is going down. So the only new celebrities we're getting every year are those that have been on other reality shows and, and you're getting that this year. You're getting well, reality shows. I don't
1: think it's like I don't think it's that as much as like the names are if you just said them in isolation, here's Charles Van and Vic yeah. Hope.
2: They seem to have relaxed into a pattern of one from Holby, one newsreader, one sports person.
1: You know, they they well, seem to have into a
2: well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They seem to have got to a comfortable pattern of, we'll have one from this I think episode. that's been
1: it since the start, to be fair. Yeah. Though, but um, that's what um,
2: I'm saying is that the, crit- the criticism is just more out there, or I've read more about it. I don't, I don't know if they, I feel.
1: Yeah, I don't feel got, like it's a bad line-up. They've got that banner name this year, that like Ed Balls or a. But um, was he
2: a banner name before yeah. he
1: went in, or was he
3: when yeah, he started so he
1: dancing? Was the banner, he was like a big name because it's like he's this politician. Oh um but this year it does seem to be on everyone's on sort of a certain let you know there's no like big star name you know everyone c-list
2: not a-list i suppose yeah yeah Uh, i personally i i stand by my thing that i know that he has dance experience and not, not 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 so we'll know but i still think danny john jules will do very well he was a dancer before he was on red dwarf i know there's also been a lot of criticism about particularly Faye Toza's experience. I think someone else as well. Ashley but, Roberts
1: from that's it.
2: Yeah, they're actual professional dancers. And,
1: and to a lesser extent, especially Lee Ryan. Although, if you watch Blue, you'd
2: know that he wasn't a professional anything.
1: Well, that's a bit harsh. Uh, don't I'm, don't I'm go knocking big, Lee Ryan. I'm not a big you, Lee Ryan fan. Do you want to put a prediction in now? Yeah, Danny John Jules. Is he your prediction to win? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I am going to say... Just because he's got such an inbuilt audience, I'm going to go for YouTuber Joe Sugg. Really? Even if he's not that great a dancer, is going to get the public did, votes.
2: What? What does he do? Because I don't know about him.
1: He's a vlogger. He's, oh, it, you know, it, it, you know Zoella. you're or... You aware of Zoella? I heard the name. Yeah, they're, they're like these superstar celebrity bloggers who. Well, they're not cele. They are celebrities because they vlog. Oh,
2: I see. Um, so he's not vlogging on a subject; it's just anything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: like Zoella, and he's Zoella's brother. And there's another, there's another one as well who he sort of does things with. Don't ask me. You know, no. we're not. We're 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 a
2: generation the, of... those people watch strictly and vote? That would be the only thing I would say.
1: I think they're going to vote regardless of whether they watch it or not because you can okay. just download an app now, can't you? And yeah, just, true. Uh, and it is really sad if it it does happen like that, but um.
2: Who, who's leaving week one
1: i'm gonna go for susanna constantine
2: kate silverton
1: no i think she'll be i think she'll be in for a couple of weeks kate silverton yeah
2: uh, she's gonna get anton i reckon and that's week one in
1: i think kate silverton is sort of you've got to think about who do people know as well and i think people know kate silver i think it's it's susanna constantine i would say Charles Venn isn't very well known, but I would say I I think he's probably got some some moves. So it will depend as
2: well who they get,
1: you Mm. know, and
2: that that is that is kind of quite crucial. So maybe we can reevaluate that when we when we have the decision. show the
1: the cattle market show we as I call it.
2: Um, People people overreact to getting certain people being allocated to them.
1: Well, this is this is the they have got the biggest lineup of professional dancers this year, so uh, not everyone's getting a partner. But not, famously, Brendan Cole has been let mean, go. Yeah. Basically, Christmas is on its way because Strictly Come Dancing, the lineup has already yeah. been announced. So, Advert for um,
2: X Factor on the telly as well. You know, well,
1: X Factor is uh, week Saturday. I won't be watching, but and Luke's saying this as well. But I think we should watch the first episode just for oh. recent purposes. That That's a given, but I yeah. don't feel I want to invest in the series. Well, you know what you can do, though, Gary?
2: Go ahead, yeah, tell me. You can go west. I shall. And then the other sort of major news coming this year, or coming this week, is that next year, and next series, Series 12, will be the last of the Big Bang Theory. Don't worry, I'm sure you can watch every episode on E4 or Netflix for the rest of your life. I suppose it is going to end up being the most successful American comedy in this country ever. Certainly ratings wise.
1: I think it gets silly numbers when it's on, even the repeats. I don't that. think it gets as silly numbers as friends used to get. Cause friends yeah. was on the main, Big Bang Theory
2: really
1: has never really played. They've never really played it mainstream channel four. It's always been, on on e4 i think it gets about a million on e4 it's the it's the most watched thing i think on e4 oh yeah um and it gets around a million which is good for uh, you know like a digital channel that isn't one of the main the mainstays i still watch it it's
2: not as good quality wise as it was say five years ago i think they have dragged it
1: on a bit too much watched it for years
2: yeah and i I think some people will say i gave up around eight or seven you know and oh i gave
1: up around five i think yeah
2: but i think it has now spawned its spin-off in young sheldon which again is on e4 and, and he's doing quite well in america but to me it's no real big surprise that it's ending i think i think
1: it's possibly two three years too late in doing that mentioned friends there the news has come out that channel five are going to be showing friends again so you- i don't i tell you
2: what i don't blame them because it still comes up loads on my recommendations on netflix i'm mm. seeing loads of people watching it and talking about it
1: you mentioned that on the but- extra helpings last week on patreon yeah. which we could uh, patreon you know it supports us if you if you can afford to, in this in this time of year before christmas comes along um we've got about i think we've done about 10 extra shows in the in the past year yeah. so when they and there's the- hours and hours of extra content to enjoy um you can subscribe i think it's five dollars which is about four pounds yeah um, and get access to it all um support us for a month and then drop out and then come back again it just helps us run the website, go to screenings. Like Luke has been to a few screenings. I'm going to one in a couple of weeks. So we could just help sort of boost the website really. And the, and the podcast and the yeah. sort of, don't,
2: don't worry. These, the these aren't these, these, this money isn't going into anyone's pocket. Uh, it isn't going towards a beer fund or anything like that. It purely gets really. put, well, not that I'm aware of. And now over to Matt with the normal reviews.
1: Hello. I'm normal this week. Apparently. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Celebrity Big Brother is is back. Um, I was just actually yeah. re—I was actually really reading a really interesting tweet just now um, because the big thing, sort of coming out of it, I know we sort of previewed it last uh, week. Yeah. was that um, Stormy Daniels was was meant to be the 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 big hire. They'd done this whole task around uh, putting a president in the house um, and choosing a vice president and all that, and. Apparently pulled out at the right. last minute yeah. it was um ben fro the um the head of channel five which coincidentally won best channel at the edinburgh tv awards this year
2: uh, it's voted for by people in the industry isn't it it's yeah. not a public vote i don't
1: i still don't understand how that happened no um i can't Jake, think of anything fru- good on channel fru- five Cruising with, with jane mcdonald has a has a wide reach obviously but so this series um we did mention it again. Kirstie Alley is is the big name here um, and, and took that presidential thing. But the Stormy Daniels, apparently they they'd had someone pick, you know, go to pick her up and she just sort of ran off on them. And they, they, they built the whole they built the whole program around her. Well, th- there was
2: lots of different stories. She did an interview with Loose Women where she was handed some sort of writ as she arrived in the UK that said, you can't talk about these things. Otherwise you'll go to jail when you come back to the U S or something, or mm. there was some sort of extradition order that I think possibly spooked her or, with, or cause I don't understand why you would come over and not do the show. I think they've reached in trying to get something that was a little bit outside of their remit. I think,
1: I mean, to be honest, Gary, I haven't watched more than the first, the, op- the, the, you know, opening show. And then the episode after, because I really didn't like warmed. I mean, that Rodrigo, the human Ken doll. I can't yeah, listen to his no. voice. There's this girl Natalie Nunn who who's yeah. famous for having Twitter beef with Rihanna. Well done. She reminds me of the guy from Married at First Sight. Well done for getting married at first sight and then getting divorced. And yeah. um, the only ones who were, who I, I I liked were um, Kirsty Alley. Uh, Ryan Thomas seems like a sort of quite a chilled out dude. That's from the Coronation Paris. Street guy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Roxy from Armadale uh, seems quite quite a sweet girl. I mean, and and Nick Leeson seems to be uh, uh, being Greg Wallace's stunt double these days.
2: Channel Five have kind of shot themselves a little bit in the foot. The big sort of like hook that they've made of this series is cooking up a storm, mm. or the eye of the storm. Yeah. So a lot, of, all of these contestants. Have been famous and then also suffered controversy for one reason or another. For their, but again,
1: it's Stormy Daniels—they built the well. Whole that was yeah, but then the, the,
2: the side plot that they've tried to go yeah. with, because is, is all of these people have been in the press for the wrong
0: reasons. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
2: Mm. Um, as well as sympathy. And the problem with that is when you sort of go for that, you know, that type of person, they're going to be controversial. So Rodrigo apparently used the N-word twice in the first few mm. days. Of course there's a lot of controversy off the guy who threatened his partner. Dan
1: Osborne. That's it.
2: So there's obviously a lot of people very unhappy... Not only threatened
1: his partner, but allegedly had an affair with another girl who's gone in there from Love Island.
2: He shouldn't be rewarded with this publicity... Because of you know what he did, and and Collie as well. With well, I, I I've heard so many people saying, "Oh, I could tell you a thing or so about him." So there's obviously quite a lot, and he's been controversial from the the bits I've read in the newspapers. He's you know, he,
1: up for eviction tonight alongside that Natalie Nunn. He was the he was the last minute replacement, I think, for Stormy Daniels. His uh, was right. the only his was the only name that wasn't on the sort of the yeah. list that uh, yeah, came God, out yes. and her. So he he was obviously the standby, and I think he's he's probably out first. Um, but yeah, he his media storm was that he had um, like harassed someone, you know. Had he wasn't he? Don't, I think he would said something inappropriate to a colleague. Yeah, and
2: he he'd used some inappropriate language or something, or said something inappropriate at somewhere where he worked. And and I've had I've seen comments and people tweeting saying. Oh, when the news finally comes about about him, it'll be interesting. You know, lots of people are whispering and rumouring about but, him. So uh, they want that kind of eye on the programme, but then of course sometimes it doesn't make it it's not always positive, and the people they've put in as you say, there's nobody likable.
1: I, I, like, like I think they are finding it hard to come up with storms for sort like Ryan Thomas, oh he went bankrupt, Roxanne Pallet, oh she was in this crash and people didn't yeah. believe her. And thought, And then that poor model woman who, who has the charisma of a, of a, a piece of broccoli. Well, uh, that's the
2: problem is that she was kind of thrust into the limelight for all the wrong reasons. And, and seemed well, that was after she was kidnapped. That's yeah, what that's the when thing. you're in dark
1: room. You're thrust into the light afterwards.
2: Yeah, But then once I realised that Stormy Daniels is not coming in, hmm. then where is this thing going? And I'm just like, oh Kirsty Alley, you're too good for this. I think, and I think, I so mean, maybe I didn't. It's, see it's going be one. It's really going to be one,
1: one of those three who wins it. I think Kirsty Alley, yeah. Ryan Thomas, or um, Roxanne, Roxanne Or may,
2: as you say, maybe but, Nick Leeson if he sticks in the background. Like enough, will know no, I don't. No, I don't.
1: I don't think Nick Nick Leeson's going to going to win
2: it. Maybe um, be Psychic Sally, because then she'll only come out and say she predicted it.
1: Boston came to an end this week Alex Jennings' character whose name was Luke
3: Dr Tim Finch
1: was not only the killer of Hayley uh, Reed but yes. had also killed uh, several other teenage girls over a period yeah. of 25 years something like that. Yes. Um, yeah. that that information came out when they found uh, several uh, items at uh, Tim's house like a hair scrunchie a pair of underwear and was it a necklace or a bracelet or something?
2: Yeah, they they showed it to the other girl's uh, sister and mother yeah. and they said, oh, we don't recognise it, didn't yeah. they?
1: And then they ran tests on it and it came back positive for a different girl who'd gone missing in like 97. And so it then transpired that he was this mass serial killer in, in a shocking twist that I don't think... I, I saw coming. Luke saw it coming because I told him it happened already.
3: Full disclosure, we're, we're recording this separately to what you've heard uh, previously in the podcast. I'm going out for the evening and I could be called away at a moment's notice, so I'm just going to give my two penneth here. Third series of Unforgotten should be commended. Chris Lang's done three now with completely different endings. They might have the same format, but they've been completely different separate shows that you should absolutely watch <laughs> and enjoy on Netflix or wherever you find them. This third series I've struggled with for reasons I'll go into in a second, but the final episode was more enjoyable for me. I thought the interview scenes uh, where Nicola Walker and Sanjeev Bhaskar's characters worked out, or found out, I should say, that Alex Jennings was this brutal serial killer for young girls, was really compelling. I think where I struggled, and I'm clearly on my own because they're going to stumble over my points in a minute, is the fact that there was just almost too much going on and I didn't care about enough of it. So I didn't care about the blogger. I didn't care about the, you know, the son who had mental health problems and was in and out of in trouble. Uh, I didn't care about Neil Morris's family or characters. I just didn't connect with it. And I think I think the problem was, and we've said it before, that this series had a lot going for it. As always, Chris Lang packs a lot into the six episodes he's given... By ITV, I just think for this series, the camera for me was pointing in the wrong place. It was pointing at people I didn't care about, whereas Brona Ward and her mother, who were really engaging in this final episode when they found out. The truth behind Haley's disappearance. I just wish we'd got to spend more time with them because I found them a really interesting pairing and the fact they'd gone through this awful thing and didn't really didn't really capitalise on the fact that it was a twin that she'd lost either. I thought that was a missed opportunity. That even though Nicola Walker was fantastic in those interview scenes where she sort of broke down, I don't think enough attention was paid to that and normally really emotionally connect to things and I can understand why people behave the way they do in things but when she broke down in those interviews of course it was traumatizing to hear that somebody had killed all these girls but I didn't really foresee the breakdown coming and I think that was a bit of a mistake I think obviously her life was falling down around her with her son being in the states and her father moving on but I don't know I think there was just too much going on some of it good, not enough of it good for me to hold it in as high a stead as the the last two. And also, Sanjeev Bhaskar's wife, who left years ago, just turned out... Gita. Up. <laughs> got, I wondered, got rid of that, and it wouldn't I w- made a difference. I wondered where Matt was, and then he just broke up with Gita all of a sudden. Gita. Um yeah. I
1: think they, have, they yeah. I wanted to give Sanjeev something more to yeah. do, because he, I, I think, in the first seen, two yeah. se- series was just psychic you know you had some things about him going off for a date and things like that and obviously he found a woman
2: the thing that i think you could have done with shanjeev that you couldn't do with nicola walker's character was he's got two daughters you yeah. could have had more empathy on his side Absolutely. of what this guy that's had done the women
3: that's a very mm. good point young that girls. i hadn't considered before The problem maybe doesn't lie with Chris Lang and the Unforgotten team. Maybe this is an example of a writer wanting to tell an open and vast story but only being given six hours of TV to tell it in. And I think that is a problem we're coming up against time and time again.
1: I personally think it sort of pulled itself back in the last two episodes. I know you're not saying it's bad, but you weren't engaged with it. I I don't think it was Mm -hmm. as good as certainly the last series, which I think was excellent. The first series, I think if you look back, it's probably on a par with the first series. I mean, the story, the main sort of core story has been very well told. The focus occasionally, I think, may have been a little bit misplaced. Personally, for me, I think James Fleet was the character who, if you took his story away... I don't think you would have missed it, really. Yeah. I, I think of the four, because you needed the TV host with the sun, because there was the, obviously, that was the original thought that he'd done it, but he'd hit a deer. There was the stuff with Neil Morrissey breaking into the church. that You, you needed those small yeah. red herrings. I think it was reaching with the stuff with the credit card, paying for this sort of awful stuff on the internet that then yeah. you know, had had led him to have this breakdown. Uh, and the stuff with the the Syrian refugee woman, which was just, you know, fluff you really. Need... You could have then put the family in his, like, Haley's family and had that as a, as yeah. a fourth I, strand. I
3: personally know I would have enjoyed that more. Yeah, that would have been what,
1: I mean, I, I know this is me saying this, but this is what I would have done. Because if you remember in series two, you did have the family of the victim who turned out to be quite a nasty piece of work. Yeah um, and that sort of turnaround around and the effect it had on his family like 25 years after his death and it would be interesting to watch this grieving family and I think as you said last week Luke that Brona war gave your favorite performance in that scene yeah. in the hotel room really did. again in this, in the in this last episode where her and her mum are travelling down to London on the train and talking about them you, you know and and moving now that they found out what's happened to Hayley and things like that and I would like have liked to spend more time with these characters and you know the 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 Haley's boyfriend. That I don't even understand why he brought that element into it. I I had no, you know, he had about what two scenes, where yeah. people, found, and and as you said, like the blogger, that was just like a plot device to for a reason why Neil Morrissey would get stabbed and killed because they saw it on, even though they could have d- easily have seen it on the news. Yeah, I, I, I still think this was a, a solid crime series. It kept my interest throughout the six episodes. Alex Jennings's sort of turn to complete sort of psychopath was really well executed. I thought yeah. Nicola Walker's sort of body language and her sort of shaking as the, more and more of these revelations came out was excellent, and her sort of just mm-hmm. having almost like a mini breakdown herself. You know, when her dad comes in and she decides to have this time that, off work. That was a hard scene to yeah, watch. Yeah, and I think I, I think she's been, ex- in this series, portraying this woman who sort of has got no one, you know, his sons have flown the Cooper, her dad's spending all this time with a new woman, and she's just there, you know, Sanjeev Bhaskar's got a new woman, and there she is just on her own and having to deal with all this really dark stuff because yeah. this is the darkest of the three stories but i mean they have all been quite you know unsolved murders but this being like a teenage yeah. girl and obviously the stuff that have come out of it i think <coughs> this has been the darkest thing she's had to deal with and there was a line in it and i think they should have delved into that more about don't mess it up like you did the last case where obviously they they never arrested anyone because she decided she found mm-hmm. out what happened and let everyone go, and, and I read something somewhere which made me believe that they would, or it might have been Luke's interview you it had was, with yeah. um, with Chris Lang. They, but they, they kept
3: saying that, that it was playing on their mind, and but I don't think as I mean, obviously we're really into Unforgotten. We remember it, you mm. know, really clearly, really fondly. But I don't think it was there enough in the presence of this no, third series for, for an audience well, who've seen a lot of
1: TV. The, the only scene I remember them bringing it up in is when she went to see the commissioner after she oh, left the yes. file in the cafe and he, and she said don't screw this up like you did the whatever the, yeah. the character's surname was. To, because,
3: to, be, to be fair it's a difficult balancing act. If you're rebooting a show every year with the same core police but a different set of suspects, you can either introduce that to a new audience who don't have to worry who the characters are, or you can carry on as if everyone's seen the previous series. And I I don't think they quite know what to do with them with whether they want to reboot it every year or not.
2: And I, I don't think we're being overly critical we all still love the series I feel like it's small bits we're picking up on though.
1: I think Luke holds it to such a high standard and maybe yeah. we all do but I think this series hasn't been as engaged and probably if you're honest hasn't stuck in the mind apart from that no. last episode which really didn't yeah. um, hasn't stuck in the mind as much but I think that last episode will stay with me.
2: We'd love to hear from you.
1: Drop us an email. CustardTVReviews at com. We, we normally do pick the week, but there's only two shows to pick from, really. So do you want no. to pick one or pick the other? Uh, or have you got uh, a third uh, one?
2: Luke did not include this on his list, and I will okay. be picking up Go on, on then. it. Well, well you, yeah. um,
1: the big one, which we will be discussing next week, because there's two episodes of it already, um, will be Bodyguard, which is the new Jim Curio show. It's one of my five to look forward to in uh in 2018 starts keely hawes as a um mp and uh richard madden from game of thrones as her bodyguard apparently it, the first 20 minutes is is mind-blowing luke says he he went to the screening of this yes. so got the first two episodes ready to go sort of thing so that'll be an interesting one to discuss also on tuesday on channel 4 at 8 p.m the bake-off is back with Noel fielding's new haircut that seems to be getting (laughs) the the wide range of the major thing about it doesn't it and 12 new bakers that'll be good that'll be something we're talking about and gary's surprise is it's a show
2: from 2016 but it's called day five it has got a second series so there is more available and it's going to be on pick on tuesday night at nine i think and the hook is that it's about a, a an epidemic that sweeps america or the globe actually people frantically sent you for answers because if you fall asleep you die and i just love the premise of that because then of course it, it brings on this whole idea of sleep deprivation and things like that so it's kind of like a horror thriller type situation i've seen the first episode it is very good but it, it's a very it's a very short six episode first season it's created by a younger you know branch of people it's not sort of your, your normal tv execs uh and it won two awards for, for actor and director for, for people who are in their teens uh, under or uh, late 20s uh, i'm intrigued to see more of the series
1: so that's it for now we'll be back next week talking bodyguard bake-off instinct sharp objects. Um whatever Gary was just saying then. It something about fight. something about sleeping. Um so if you want to support us, there's a number of ways you could do it. I mean we mentioned Patreon earlier on. Um patreon.com slash the custard TV go there for bonus goodies. Um you get a little code to put into your iTunes when you sign up, which will then uh, unlock all the extra episodes that we've done. I um, didn't get
2: a coat, and I was thinking, wow, how do I get that? Um, you mean
1: coat? If you can't uh, support us monetarily, uh, the easiest way to support us is to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we've got tons and tons of videos up there, stretching back to the end of 2013. They're like reviews of shows, cut down so you can just hear the review rather than listening to all the wonderful, witty repartee that we three have on a regular basis so yeah like and share and subscribe all that good youtubeness um write a lovely comment on itunes give us a review on there just search the custard tv on all those podcasting apps that you use just reviews us anywhere helps increase the profile of the podcast uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us the best way to do so is by email as custard tv reviews at gmail.com and you can um follow us on twitter at Luke Custard TV for Luke, at Matt's TV bites for me, and at the Gary Show for I, Gary. And as we mentioned up, up the top, if you want more TV news, uh, com. There's a coming soon link on the top there, and that has got that has been updated. That has got all the shows to look forward to, and also Series Two of Bulletproof, <laughs> which I don't think anybody particularly wanted. That's about it. I don't think I've missed anything out, have I? There i don't think you have we're
2: coming into our kind of like stride time now and like we're coming out of summer big shows are coming the bodyguard i think is the first of the big autumn just shows body,
1: just, just gary bodyguard not the bodyguard that's the thing with whitney houston oh is it oh sorry
2: Bodyguard. you're, you're
1: going to say that a lot aren't you you're
2: going to i'm going to get emails and I, it, I will start I singing
0: I, I, will will sing. away.
2: That's all I, I want i want you to do that that's why i'm doing it well like uh, a different so, whitney song every week please <laughs> please that would be great that's my there's, probably, there's probably at least enough to keep us going through the series and maybe till Christmas we should do a bonus one where we watch The Bodyguard together
1: I don't think I've ever
2: seen that film all the way I don't through.
1: think I have because I was are. too young when it came out to see it because it was like 92 so I would have been about 8 or 9 when it came out
2: my excuse is anything with Kevin Costner in it beyond JFK is not watchable so. Wolves, no, Dreams. that's before JFK Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't think he J. released after JFK. I don't want
1: to know about. Oh, that's, so, true. that's a conundrum. I'm sure yeah, there's something. Then, I, like then you're there. into like,
2: Waterworld and the postman I and quite, things like I that. I
1: quite liked Hidden Figures, which he was in recently
2: about the black women working. Oh, in I that. didn't see that. Although I did see Draft Day, which is in, in quite good insight.
1: Cause so I like, you, you've just stepped over your own point there, really, haven't you? Yeah. Well done.
2: I'm going to go and reevaluate my life. Um, and chuck out some DVDs from my collection with Kevin Costner in it and we'll see you next time bye
3: rate and review us
0: wherever you find us I think that it's programs like this that help people realise that they're not alone
1: search The Custard TV on YouTube iTunes and Facebook